Is a popular popular podcast. Do not be afraid. Welcome to Popular History, a library of Catholic knowledge and insights brought to you daily. My name is Greg, and this is the ninth installment in our twenty-one part series covering all the twenty-one new cardinals announced by Pope Francis during his Sunday Angelus on July ninth. The consistory will take place on Saturday, September thirtieth. In my research for today's episode, I came across a piece from Church Militant accusing Cardinal-elect Rueda Aparicio of covering up clerical sexual abuse as part of a broader cover-up culture among Colombia's church leaders. I do not ordinarily consider Church Militant a reputable source, and if I had another source reporting this, I'd probably point you to that instead. But I don't. So, as part of my see-something-say-something policy on accusations of clerical sexual abuse, There is a link to Church Militant in the show notes. Luis José Rueda Aparicio was born on March 3, 1962, in San Gil, in the Santander Department of Colombia. He was the tenth of eleven children. Now, not all cardinals went to seminary straight away. For example, folks familiar with Pope Francis' background will recall His Holiness was trained in chemistry originally. They'll also recall he was, of all things, a bouncer at a nightclub first band. My favorite detail on that is that the bouncer thing was actually not a pre-seminary thing, but something he did while in seminary. Priest in training and future pope by day, and bouncer and future pope by night. That's my kind of moonlighting. I love it. Anyways, I bring up unexpected early careers of clerics because, before discerning his vocation, Luis worked in construction with his father and managed a laboratory at a cement factory. He didn't do secular work for too long because he was ordained a priest at the reasonably standard age of 27 in 1989 after studying philosophy at one local seminary and theology at a different local seminary, an approach standard enough that I'm going to start calling it the usual. If you want me to tell you which particular schools a given cardinal went to moving forward, feel free to start a writing campaign for them to make it to the next round of cardinal numbers whenever I get around to that step. I'll be more comprehensive in the next round. In the meantime, moving forward, I think I could skip that when it's standard stuff in favor of using the airtime for other info. That said, Luis did go a bit beyond standard seminary studies, obtaining a licentiate in moral theology from the Alfonsin Academy in Rome. If I haven't explained what a licentiate is yet, no, I will soon, It's one of my earlier scripts for the modern cardinals, I just forget which one. You'll forgive me, I'm sure, if some things blur together, given the whole I have five kids plus a full-time job plus a daily show thing. Anyways, he served as a parish priest for his local diocese. Recall that he was a San Gil boy, so that was the Diocese of Socorro y San Gil. He taught at the seminary there for several years and got involved in diocesan administration. And, well... Think you know where this is going. In 2012, Pope Benedict made him a bishop, specifically the Bishop of Monte Libano. During his tenure there, he was elected president of the Episcopal Commission for Social and Charitable Pastoral Care, which sounds like a good thing for a bishop to be doing, though I admit I didn't look into it, so maybe he just spent his time kicking puppies and they were really good at PR. Hopefully not, and uh, sorry for the image. In 2018, 
Pope Francis gave him a pallium, which is another way of saying he made him an archbishop. A pallium, by the way, is basically the neck equivalent of an overcoat, worn by archbishops over what is already a large number of vestment layers. And in case you didn't work it out by now, archbishops are kind of sort of in charge of the nearby bishops, though that isn't always the case, and it's not necessarily a boss-type relationship, though it does tend to give more honor, which is seen as something that's good to accumulate but bad to seek, because at the end of the day, Roman Catholicism is in many ways ancient Rome by other means. Spoiler alert for when I eventually get back to my Elements of Cardinalness series, Romanness is one of those elements. Anyways, I'm sure now Archbishop Rueda Aparicio did important things in his new role as Archbishop of Papa John, but at the end of the day, he was there for less than two years before being chosen as the 47th Bishop of the capital, Bogota. More specifically, as Bogota's ninth Archbishop. One of the things Rueda Aparicio got up to in his high-profile national role was supporting the 2016 peace plan designed to bring an end to the slow-burning war that had been carrying on in Colombia for the last 50-plus years. Seriously, Luis was a toddler when the conflict began. The peace, such as it is, can be described as shaky at best, as, while the main belligerents still officially stick to the peace process, there are splinter groups and other actors, including, quite famously, the cartels of Colombia, willing to carry on with the violence nonetheless, as that kind of disruption is, well, apparently good for their business. I don't know of a graceful way to ramp down from that charge topic, so I'm just going to note that since 2021, Rueda Aparicio has served as president of the Colombian Bishops' Conference. Most bishops wear more hats than just their mitre, though I suppose the mitre is still the hat he wears in that particular role. Oh, and speaking of hats, he does have a red hat coming soon, that's why we're talking about him. Once he is officially elevated with his red hat, Cardinal Ruida Aparicio will be eligible to vote in future conclaves until he turns 80 in 2042. That's enough for today. There's plenty more to discuss about the Cardinal-elect, and we may well get another longer-format episode on him down the line, as this episode is part of Cardinal Numbers, our ongoing series where we discuss and eventually rate and rank all the Cardinals of the Catholic Church. Thank you for listening. God bless you all.